eyes inside Either in traffic at work or close eyes How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives What's up, guys, and welcome into the Work Wherever podcast. I'm your host, Roy Edwards. This is the podcast where we talk about remote work, telework, taking back your life and placing it wherever you want to be. So first off, for those of you who are listening or watching, I should say, uh, via YouTube, you just only stand up. And if you guys aren't watching me on YouTube, then you get like a behind the scenes kind of thing a little bit, I guess. And you get to see this cool new studio that we just set up, which... Um, is awesome. <laughs> um, anyways, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, you saw me saw me stand up, and and uh, I'm still in my PJ pants, right? And oh, I get that question a lot. Is that people are asking me like, "What do you wear every day?" Which I used to have to wear a suit, right? I used to have to go in, and uh, I do a lot of government work, and so you have to wear a suit a lot of the time whenever you're doing government work because. I don't know, it's a dress code thing with the government. You know, when Congress is in session, you have to be all dressed up to the nines and ties are mandatory and all that other stuff, right? And so I don't do that anymore, but I have a whole bunch of suits. And uh, most of the time I'm wearing, well, all of the time, I'm wearing a Capital Presence shirt, polo, hoodie, um, something to do with the brand up top. And then... I'm wearing sweatpants or PJ pants or something like like comfortable. I very rarely am wearing anything that is not like PJ pants or <laughs> sweatpants. Um, if I am wearing something that are not PJ pants, it's because I have to leave the house or do something like that. So if you saw me stand up and you're like, why is he wearing Christmas PJ pants? Um, that's why, because I rock my PJ pants all the time. So today we're going to get into a what if scenario. And if you're not into what if scenarios, then click on to the, the next episode because this is going to be a, uh, a shorter podcast and we're going to talk about a what if scenario and how it applies to, to today and the way that I think that you should attack your life today. Um, I'm not big on, you know, a someday. I'm more about now uh, I have day by day has been a, a long living mantra in my life. I have it tattooed on my back. It was the first tattoo I got when I was 18. And it was just, it's, it's something that's always kind of lived with me, right? The whole carpe diem type mantra. And so someday we will retire, right? Someday we'll be able to work, uh, live at the beach. Someday we'll be able to spend more time with our family. Hopefully, you know, we have kids and grandkids that we can um, spend more time with, right? But that's not always the case, right? Someday looks a little different for people these days. So I'll tell you a few different stories. So I am a millennial, 
And so someday to us was always kind of not always guaranteed. Social security is something that we probably are going to end up with. And let me pause right there for a second. I'm not a financial advisor. Don't have anything to do with financials. Uh, I own, you know, stocks and 401k and IRAs and all that other fun stuff I have, but I have a financial advisor for that. He does that stuff for me, right? He helps me out there. Um, I have a TSP for all my government friends out there. I, I, uh, I was a Fed for, for four years. I worked with the federal government. And so a lot of the play to the federal government when I was there was, hey, man, you're going to give up some some time and, and money, and uh, but you'll be able to have a more flexible life. You'll be able to have a flexible schedule. And the government benefits, man, when you retire, are going to be great. And so that plays for a lot of people. That was a lot of the draw for, for becoming a a federal contract or a federal government employee when I did also had to, I wanted a job, but that was also part of the draw. And so the, that draw though, the, of someday the retirement has been kind of shoved down our throats our whole lives really. But we're starting to see the, the baby boomers retire now and it's not always what they thought it would be. You have a lot of people who are in retirement having to work part-time jobs, some of them full-time jobs, some of them are becoming entrepreneurs to uh, pay for things that they thought that their savings plan was going to take care of. And so you see this more and more where this someday is kind of starting to become maybe a never type of thing, right? Maybe we're never really going to live this dream of we don't have to work at all and our life just kind of goes on, right? And so if this is the one what this is that what if scenario. If someday never really does come. Let's play let's play that scenario for this podcast. Social security, we don't get it as millennials. Again, what if scenario. Let's say we don't get it. Let's say that we never actually get the full benefits of retirement that generations of the past are going to get. Does that change the way you live your life now? That is going to be the question that I am going to talk about in today's podcast. So there's a study that went out. It is a nationwide. This was their eighth annual uh, Social Security customer survey. And so... In this survey, 70% of those who responded, and I don't have the numbers of how many people responded, so this could be like an extremely low number, it could be a high number. I assume since they've been doing this for eight years that this is somewhat of a, a reliable survey. Again, I don't have the numbers as how many people responded, but 70% of those who responded said that they believe that Social Security will collapse. 83% of those respondents were Gen Xers, which Gen Xers is the next in line. <laughs> so they have the, uh, the baby boomers are those who are in, in the process of retiring right now. Gen X would be next, which is crazy to me to believe because when I think of Generation X or Gen X, I think of my older brother, and that is wild to me that he's next in line for retirement in terms of generations then they would become the millennials which i'm a millennial which i you know like to believe we're still relatively young but you know 
we might not be as young as we think we are, um, or as other people think we are. Gen uh, millennials are, we're kind of in the bulk of it right now. We're like 30-some plus right now, right? Then after us becomes, I guess there's Gen Z or Gen Y, they were called for a little while, but I think they're relatively known as Gen Z now. They're the, the younger of the workforce, but still not the youngest of the workforce, as there's iGen, which is my son, which is wild because a lot of the iGen are start. they're the youngest of the, the working class where they're getting their work permits and they're, you know, 15, 16, 17 right now um, coming up into the workforce. So those are the generations. And so Gen X, who's next, believe 83 of them believe, 83%. Of them believe that Social Security is going to collapse. Seventy percent of all applicants believe it's going to collapse. I think as millennials, we were kind of told through our whole lives that not to rely on Social Security, that it's not what we think it is, which I think is a relatively new trend. That's what I believe. And so, if someday our re if our resources are changing around someday. And there are tons of stories of people who were looking towards someday and never really got it or it didn't end up to, to be what they thought it would be. Then how are we going to change the way that we live now? Is that going to change the way that we look at our jobs and our careers now? And is that going to change the way that we love our lives now? That's, that's the question. My aunt, she played it safe. And she played it the way that we were told to play it, right? She did it by the book. She had, um, you know, a retirement plan. She had, uh, you know, she had a, her house was paid off. She did it. She did everything the right way as how they advised her to do. And then she retired and unfortunately passed away relatively quickly. Her, her health declined. And she never really got to enjoy someday. But I will tell you that when she first entered into retirement, I said, I remember asking her and I said, you know, hey, what's what's retirement like? And she said, Roy, it's amazing. Every day is Saturday. And I remember her telling me that and being like, whoa, every day is Saturday. You can sleep in. You can do whatever you want. Like the life, you know, life is just so open and, and just you can do whatever you want. And then I, I want to say she, she, it was like three years she got to, she got to enjoy her retirement. And so I remember that and I remember thinking, well, what, what do we do now? How, how can we take a look at this scenario. How can I take a look at the scenario and say, well, someday it, it, every day will be Saturday, but you might not be able to enjoy it for very long. How can I mold the rest of my life in anticipation of that relative unknown? And that's when it, would, it really hit me to say, you know, every day should be now. We should live our lives now where we want every day to be to be Saturday. Now, maybe it's a working Saturday. You know, maybe we uh, we do have to be productive because we have to earn a living. But we should be able to enjoy our money now, still being responsible and building out our, for someday in retirement. Again, I'm not a financial planner. This isn't meant to be a financial podcast. If you need a financial planner, DM me, hit me up. I got a really good one, and he, he is planning for me. 
I hold my 401k, I have a TSP, crypto, all that stuff, right? That aside. But at how much of that money that you're earning should go to planning for now and spending time with your family and being present and being coaching coaches and spending time and um, treating every day more like it is a Saturday as we have now in our society more options than ever before where we're able to do things like homeschool our kids. So it no longer becomes, okay, well, we can hang out with the kids and do things on weekends because you could do it every day. You can get an RV. You could travel. You can do whatever you want. And you can pull your kids out of school and homeschool them if you want and have the capabilities too, which there are career paths out there that do not require college degrees. Let me say that again. There are career paths out there that do not require a college degree where what I am saying is possible. All that is required is hard work and dedication to a trade. There is a massive shortage of developers out there. Massive. And they want people to do it. So this is not some pipe dream. I'll be very clear on that because I know that there are people who are going to be listening to this say, well, that's good for you, but you know, I can't do that. Yes, you can. You can with a little bit of hard work, a lot of bit of hard work. You can make this possible and you don't even need to go back to school for it, at least traditional school. So back, there's a movie from the nineties called, uh, called hook. So I am a big Peter Pan guy. Part of the reason why I have the whole carpe diem and day-by-day day type mindset is because of the movie Peter Pan. They have the Lost Boys, and it was this never grow up, you know, never take life for granted, go have fun, like be, you know, be a Lost Boy. So there was this movie Hook that came out in the 90s when I was growing up, and uh, it was Robin Williams. And if you, d- if you haven't heard of Hook, then I would assume you're of the younger crowd because it was an awesome movie when I was growing up. And so Hook is this movie about Peter Pan, except that Peter Pan has grown up. And so Peter Pan is now an adult, except he doesn't know that he's Peter Pan and he becomes a lawyer and he is kind of the stereotypical father figure of the 90s. Overworked, has to go to the office, misses baseball games, misses uh, dress recitals and plays, and he... There's a scene in the beginning of Hook as they're kind of laying out who this personality character is for the father of, which is Peter Pan, where he has to send his legal assistant to a baseball game to videotape it because he's not going to be able to be in attendance. And he, and he told his son that he was going to see the game and he was going to be there, um, and he promises him, and it's just this whole scene where his son's at bat and looking into the stands and kind of looks back, and he's like, where are you, Dad? And his he sees the guy's assistant pop up with a video camera, and he's, and he, come on, Jack! And it becomes this trend through the whole movie where Jack can't rely on his dad to be there because that's all he ever wanted was his dad to come to his baseball game. Which nowadays, hopefully, or what, or, or, you know, the future that I would like to see ushered in is a future where children watch this movie and watch the scene and think, what is going on here? This is weird. Why isn't the dad at the baseball game? 
Why can't he make it? What is keeping him from, from this? Whereas my generation watched that and thought, yeah, he should be there, but we all made excuses or understood why he wasn't. He has to work, you know? This is what it means to be successful. This is how you make it in the world, right? It was this idea that in order to be successful, you had to choose either success or your family. And I want to change that thought process to say, you can be successful and choose family. You can be successful and live for now. You can be successful and take multiple vacations now. Live every day like Saturday. Now. It doesn't have to be a someday. So that's the question. That's the idea behind this Work Wherever podcast is, is how to transform your life to say that what if someday never comes? How would you change your life now? What changes would you make in your career, in the way that you live your life, in the way that you interact with your children, in the way that you go about everything from the moment you wake up in the morning to the, to, the, to the moment you lay your head on the pillow, what would you do differently if you knew that this social security is going to collapse? If 70% of you do believe that social security is going to collapse and 83% of you Gen Xers believe that social security is going to collapse, then what changes in your life now are you making to make it so that now every day is Saturday and not this someday that may or may not happen? Is it that you're just taking this information and you're saying, you know what, 70% of us believe that social security is not going to come, so I need to invest in other options. Is this why crypto is so big right now? Is this, is this a financial discussion? Because I don't think it's only a financial discussion. I think this is a life-changing discussion, that we should change the way that we live our lives. We should never miss another play. We should never miss another t-ball game or a baseball game or a baseball practice. If we want to coach our kids in baseball, football, chess we should be able to do that if we want to live every day like it's saturday we should be able to do that and still be successful and still be productive at work and still be able to be a top performer and earn the money that we can save for this future retirement it shouldn't be an either or discussion and that is where remote work and this work wherever culture and this work wherever mindset that we're building on this podcast comes into play. So I challenge you to start living your life now. We have the perfect opportunity now. Over the last two years, we've been gifted the opportunity to completely transform our businesses and can transform our lives into a full remote society. But if society doesn't say that we're allowed to be full remote, it's not a law that they're going to pass. In fact, it's kind of the opposite. We have officials who are and business owners who are saying, you know what, it's time to go back to 2019. But I say don't go back. Find the opportunities out there that push you for a full remote position. Hold on to that benefit because now is the time to push back and say we don't want to go back. That doesn't mean that we don't go back to work. It just means that we're not going to be physically sitting in a classroom, cubicle, office space, or traffic. 
Instead, we're going to be sitting at the dinner table with our children, or the breakfast table with our family, or at a museum on our lunch break, or working out of pocket, or working from an RV while, you know, we experience life. Because this is the real future. It's not this idea of working and slaving away for a someday. It's working our butts off now so that we can enjoy life now. That's my challenge. And that's the question and scenario that I would ask you. What are you doing if someday never comes? And it sounds like a lot of you believe it won't. What are you doing now to make those changes and to make it so you can live your life now with your friends, family? Because life is not guaranteed. We have no guarantees that we'll wake up tomorrow. We have no guarantees that we'll make it to retirement. We have no guarantees that once we do make it to retirement that we will ever be able to enjoy it. So live your life now and look for opportunities to work wherever. I'm Roy Edwards. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe. We're on all major platforms, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. We're out there. So subscribe. Guys, have a great day. Live every day like it's Saturday. Until next time. See you. How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives?